Hey, welcome back to the Underwater Sunshine Podcast at the Underwater Sunshine Festival Garden Sessions. And we are back with the return of Wild Pink. Wild Pink, Wild Pink! What's up? Man, uh, that, playing our three favorite songs on that record. God, I don't know if they're my three cool. favorites, but... For me. Those are, I mean, awesome. there's all your... Forget, there, there is a ledger. There's, uh, there's other songs. True. There's lots of songs. It's so much... It's so hard. Those are three songs. I realize now, like, how much I've listened to that record. That, I know. Like, oh, man. Nice. Yeah. But but securing Yoke in the Fur, that amazing suite, in this in this format, with the new sounds that yeah, you're making. This man. is Mike Slomo Brenner from Philadelphia. Uh, Howdy folks. Hello. Hey Mike. I saw you play with these guys live. Uh, did you did you play in the last Underwater Sunshine Festival no, with these guys? At the yeah. festival, yeah. Not yeah, you did. The, the, they used the xylophone at the garden. Right, sessions. right. Great sound. Bowery Perfect. Ballroom, I think you saw him. Ah, yes. Oh Bowery, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was really I, I. It catches me by surprise every time, but like, right, you know, Burger Hill goes through the first verse, and there's just that pause, and then it just sweeps down to that chorus line, and I got choked up. I was sitting oh, with man. Zoe, and I'm like, "Fuck, I forget this song." Like, so many of your songs, actually, but like that moment in that song, it's you know, like, I guess it's probably the first song I heard by you guys, probably yes. because I put on that record, and for me too, that is the awesome. first song on the record. You know, yeah, like, yeah. man, it just like really. It like took me right back and just moved the shit out of me. God again. damn! Thanks. Not not move the shit. You know, I was moved and did not shit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Then it wasn't effective. No, I mean, is it? Is it, it's a. It's, it's got a beautiful moving. laxative quality yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's set up. So a couple of things. Since the last we spoke, you're married now. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And you had a. Baby. a yeah, I have a baby now. Yeah. Boy or girl? Girl. What's her name? Edie. Edie. Everybody has girls. It's amazing. I got almost all my friends and me, we all have girls. What is happening? They're taking over. <laughs> there were always more of them. Way more now. Way Less more. Less in China. Yeah. But yeah that's right. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you, yeah. yeah. What were you expecting Like when you played the festival? You were like on stage? Well, yeah. My, uh, my wife called me like, right, at, right before we played and said, I think my water broke. But it didn't. She, I think she just peed herself a little bit. <laughs> But it was like yeah, me days after we had the kid, yeah. Or she did. How do you like playing with this guy? Oh, it's the best. He's, he's just the best. It's, Thank we, you. We have a, a blast playing together. We were just recording uh, a new record. Oh, good. Uh, uh, we were in Philly a week ago, laying down some new stuff for it with Mike and some other players down there. Um, it's the best playing with him, though. Best recording with him. Mikhail said she was watching and you using a Mellotron pedal at the beginning earlier on? Yeah, it's uh, it's like a electroharmonics to the like the synth the synth oh. pedal they make all those cute different keyboard pedals. Oh cool. Yeah, so it sounds cool with steel. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Right. It sounded amazing. I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. And she said he's using like a Mellotron pedal. Yeah. But you're we're missing your, your drummer, you had the boogie, huh? Yeah, he he's going. He's le- right after we play. He's taking a bus to Cleveland to catch the Bills game tomorrow, and he needed to go pack. He's a maniac. <laughs> he's he's Bills mafia. He, he, no shit. He wears a bill. I've never seen him without a Bills shirt or a Bills jersey. Yeah, yeah, they're a little nutty up there about that shit. Yeah. Oh, I Very know that. Nutty. Have you ever seen him do that thing where he jumps on the table? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't seen Dan do it, but I've seen plenty of Bills fans. Dan should do that though. Yeah, man. Well, you I'm disappointed you know, he didn't. You never know when you. get... I guess it's perfectly. Safe? No, I don't know. Maybe you maybe tonight. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> on the way out, we've got like merch tables and shit. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. On one and there you go. 
Cleveland. A lot of people heading to Cleveland after this. Claire Morales. Oh, yeah, they got a game oh, in Cleveland. They really. do. Yeah. I gave him a little text when the, the birds were beating the Bills, Bills last week. So. Ah, oh, that's right. Eagles fan. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you guys won a Super Bowl, so. Oh, 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 that hurts. Got one. <laughs>
me sing alone in Jackson Brownie Hold the notes out a little long To let me know That you are with me I'm with you So, is it different for you playing bass to play with more than just a, a, in a trio? Has it changed the way you you play or how you approach the songs? Uh, not so much. I um, do a bit of synth too, and it's been I've been able to do less with more players. So it's like <laughs> that's kind of nice. You have to like just get into the bass more. You get to but I'll have it out tonight. So, how you guys been? You you been good? I've been pretty good. I, we, I spent a bunch of time over in England and. Uh, I wrote. He's writing for the songs. First time oh, in a few nice. years. Yeah, very exciting. Kind of good. Yeah. Not kind of good. It's very good. 
Sweet. I needed to get back to doing that. I, I kind of didn't have my heart in it for a while, and then I spent a bunch of time out on my friend's farm after I, like, shaved my head. I went and hid out on my friend's farm in England for a while, and just, I was out there for a while, and I called one of my crew guys, and I'm like, can I get a keyboard down here, maybe? And so he got me one from someone in London, and then... Damn, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. It, Are you going to record soon? I think in after New Year's. I, I've got four done. Two are, I, I love them completely. Two, I think, could use a little touch-up. And, and then I have two or three more pieces of music. I, I was trying to write, I don't know why, but like the first two songs came right in a row. As I finished the first song, which is kind of a little, kind of a little sweep of music, I started playing this kind of bit of music, a pedal thing at the end, you know, just pedaling these two chords. And... The second song came right out of that. All of a sudden, I was—I realized it was the first verse of a different song and started singing it. And then I was like, "Well, I've never wanted to do like EPs at all. But what if it was just a continuous suite of music? If, if there were five songs and they actually flowed into each other, maybe that would make me feel better about the idea of an EP. That'd be awesome, you know? Because I've always wanted to make these bodies of work. So if I was going to do a shorter thing, I wanted there to be a reason. And since those two songs kind of got born right out of each other, and then I finished the second song and managed to get the third song to start out of a piece of music off of that so i was thinking i'd do that but one song in five parts yeah kind of cool and now but now i have like a six and i don't know if it works <laughs> i don't know a six piece of music I have, a, I have a fifth and a sixth piece of music and i can't tell if it's too much but uh i don't know that's where i'm at it's kind of up in the air i'm halfway there with the writing that's exciting of. man yeah it is very yeah cool. for me too it's like i guess you know i've done it for a long time and there are things that i've always hated about being in the music business as you know you know there's just a lot of shit you know and somehow over the last few years that just really got to me in a way that I just didn't want to do stuff anymore yeah like I liked playing but I didn't want to write and then I got to the point where I I just was having more fun doing the podcast and like the festival than I was playing so it's good to take this year off but it got me to want to like at least to write and record again you gotta go away to come back yeah it, it did I, I've never needed it as much I guess as I did this time it really Dude, did that's great yeah Made a difference. Sweet. I can't wait to hear it. Do you know what uh, you know what the new record's going to be called yet, or you have an idea? Uh, I'm. It's early. I can't say. I'm workshopping an idea, though. I cannot get that answer out of anybody in this podcast. Well, why should you? No. Well, who's going to have an answer for the name of their record before the record You might have something in his head. Definitely got something in my head, but ah. I can't share it yet. That's nah, fine. I get it. I get it. I, and you're playing on this as well? Yeah, we were cutting steel in Philly uh, last week. Went well. Before that, we were in L.A. for two weeks, tracking drums, every, like the primary stuff, uh, working with the, uh, this awesome producer, David Greenbaum, out there, and then came back east and did additional recording in Philly. Where were you doing in L.A.? Uh, at the Studes house. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, I think he, he rents studios around the city, but he also has this sweet garage set up, and we just went there. Nice. Just did, like, drums? Dr- drums, vocals. Basically, oh. I mean everything. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you like to mostly play live when you're in the studio, or you build it? Build it. Yeah. 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 You're you're very meticulous about arranging. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. When well, it's, it's, yeah, especially on this album, it's like it's all, uh, you know, stacked or whatever, whatever you want to say. How well, do you how do you get the dynamics doing that? Do you play together for a while? To get to no, we we had never played these songs as a band. Oh. Like they were, I demoed them at home, and then I don't. It's they're not like they can be played as a band, but like I don't think they're like at at their core band songs. You know, they're like 
I don't know what the alternative is, like production songs or I don't know what the fuck it is. But it, it's they it, they <laughs> lend themselves to not having to be tracked live, you know. Right. Then how do you translate when you do play live? Backwards. Yeah, backwards. I mean, as well as we can, you know. Mike, what do you think? What's that for? Like, how do we how do we bring the stuff? records to like yeah, a well, live arrangement? That, I was saying, uh, I laid down stuff on that tune that we debuted a few minutes ago, and it was basically the same as I played it. But then I had I approached it. I uh, last night, John said, Let, hey, "Let's give that a shot." And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, what am I going to do now on stage as opposed to the way I was thinking about it in the studio? So I thought up this part for the chorus, and now I thought, now I should cut some stuff at my house and, and send you that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like what cool. you did on that. So, yeah. so you just made that up now. You just played with it now. Well, last night I was thinking, well, I, got, I should do something during this part, whereas during the studio I thought maybe just the lick because it just seemed to be... But now that I did that, it was, uh, I felt like, okay, well, well, the first thing I said was, I wish I had done that in the studio last week, but I think I'll, I'll cut it at my house and just send them the, the stem. So. You have a lot of moments in your songs, like, I mean, Yoke and Fur has a series of like, dun, dun, dun. Have you, yeah. like, composed those moments already in the writing of it? So that at least those, you know, a lot of, you have a lot of dynamic moments like that right, in, right. that are instrumental moments between. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's some of that on the new record, too, and that that's, like, all pre determined like it's in the demos yeah, too, okay. you know? yeah do you do extensive demos that way yeah and, and in fact I, I brought the demos into the studio and like pretty much started by replacing things as needed but like kind of kept the core huh. like there's some like sound design shit in it that I wanted to definitely keep like obviously MIDI drums and it's easy to, to figure out what to replace but there was also like a, a through line in each song that I wanted to keep that, that all started from the demos all right. you know What's the name of that song that you guys debuted just now? Uh, you can have it back. It's cool. A little insight into the new record. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Sliding down a windshield 
guys happy with it so far i think it sounds really cool i thought even before we started doing overdubs i thought it sounded pretty cool and then we laid down uh steel and fiddle accordion and keys keys over select tracks and it's just sounding really big and lush i'm you know super excited to hear what what, what john whittles it down to and then how it's mixed you know we put on so much stuff some <laughs> Not all of it's going to stay, but um, listening to those huge mixes, it was like, wow, this is super cool, you know. Yeah. So why don't you play fiddle, or did you just have a friend in doing One of his friends. Oh. Uh, she's from Annapolis. She drove up. Sarah Larson. Yeah. Great player. Really wanted him to learn fiddle. Yeah, it's such a cool really instrument is. style yeah. of violin. Like, and he started pedal steel, he was terrible, and I used to tease him, well, if you just practiced. And then he got good, it did work. And then he picked up a fiddle, and I was like, this is a good idea. This could be great for us. There's so many things we can do with that kind of sound. <coughs> and then, like, time passes. He's like, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. Time passes. And, no, it's hard, I'm working on it. Then, at one point, he just finally said, yeah, I, I can't, I can't do can't it. can't do it. <laughs> what? I'm like, you can play everything. He said... No, I, I can't play this. I, I'm surprised, but I I can't get this. This is really confusing to me, yeah. and I I can't get this. It's like uh, I don't know. Those are two big parts. Yeah, yeah. the two key things. Neither of them the right was hand going through. like this. Was like, and, yeah, all that guitar playing and pedal steel playing and and everything else, mando, banjo, whatever. And right. He goes, yeah, I, I can't get it. I right. Just, it was weird. I never heard him say that before. Either. Yeah. Defeated, defeated by a fiddle. You yeah, know? is it like rubbing your head and no, rubbing your stomach and tapping your head kind of thing? Yeah, it's two I, different things. Going using on different there. parts of your brain, I guess. My daughter plays viola, you know, at a grade school level, and through maybe three years, the pain level is just starting to decrease. You know, <laughs> for her as a player, you as a listener. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah. really hard to make a. It's really easy to make a terrible sound on a. Yeah, viola, man, it's never. It? Yeah. I got trombone. That's where I'm at. Trombone's cool. Eleven year old with a trombone. Yeah. She's a good piano player. She's taking piano lessons. But you know, even with you know, like I said, that could be a fiddle or a viola could be really bad, like uh, fingernails on a. But I mean, uh, trombone is crazy loud. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even know how she figures out where to stop for the notes. That's yeah. 
It's Greek to me, man. I don't know. <laughs> I know. She's like, Dad, it's just D. And I'm like, that, that means nothing to me. Yeah. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> yeah, prove it. You tell me. Prove yeah, it. okay, right. Exactly. Yeah. Prove Let's it. Let's walk over to the piano and show me it's a D. Maybe it is, maybe it is. Maybe right. it is. Right exactly. Yeah. How do I know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole generation when I was coming up of kids that played recorder. Like, everyone in school played recorder. And I always thought, like, why? Like, this is a school. Like, yeah. That instrument ain't getting used anywhere else. It's not a good enough instrument for anything else. Like, I don't know if it, like, really translates. Or like if it's like a gateway to a flute or a clarinet or something, is that the case? Is that I why? can't. That's what I've always wondered. Like, Has anybody ever stuck with it? And like now there's just a rad recorder <laughs> player. <laughs> it's like being Zamfir, master <laughs> yeah. of the pan flute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that like you know was I'm sure all the school kids in ancient Greece were playing pan flute, but right. then it just like nowhere else did it get used. Ooh, it sounds a little like a fucking recorder too. Yeah. Maybe that's what we need for the album. Is to get a couple of recorder players yeah. to sit in. And I guarantee some someone's gonna listen to this and, and go, "Fuck those guys! I'm gonna make a whole album of recording." Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> harmonized. I want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of hearing any like music I've loved that has like anybody out there playing recorder no. that we've heard of, which is the only instrument I think that it worked that way. It, even the pan flute has Zamfir. What was that the instrument that the hooter, the hooter? That's a melodica. Oh, that, that's a melodica. It's a keyboard that you blow into. It's a, a new order used that too. What'd you say? Uh, Peter Hook played one of those too, I think. A melodica? I oh, someone's gonna hear this and be like, no, he didn't. But I think he did. <laughs> I think, uh, I think I, some of those new order. Yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, it can be a cool sound. Uh, Charlie always used to want to use one, and I'd be like, I don't know, man. It's. It, he could do it though. You gotta like. You really better have a good reason for having that sound on <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's not a very pleasing sound. No, it, there's something cloying about it, that, which can be good. If it, if it evokes an emotional response that's not fuck you, then it can be good. Yeah. But if it destroys the song... Maybe I'm just that, being yeah. a dick about it. I don't know. It, I, it, it's I come not from, without precedent. I come from Hooterstown, so... You know, oh, well, that's right. So is, everyone in Philadelphia is intimate with the melodica for the... At least that section. Is that where they were from? Is that where yeah. Brazilians were from? Yeah, that's where I first saw them. Yeah. My, uh, one of our drummer, there was a band in the 80s, uh, a world beat band in, in the Bay Area called the Looters. They were like, I don't know if world beat ever made it back here, but there was like a bunch of, especially in the, the Bay Area, which is very integrated, there was a lot of like these world beat music, you know, and the, the Looters were the most political of the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Looters, and they would spend a bunch of time, they would go down to like Nicaragua, they're very famous for going down to Nicaragua and like playing for the sand, concerts for the Sandinistas at the time, you know, it was like, that was their thing, and uh, our first drummer briefly was like the drummer of the, the looters and they were on a tour somewhere in like central California like Fresno or something and they're they're playing next to this uh, Sizzler or something in like some club there and they they got there they sound checked they left and they went and had dinner and they were coming back to the club and they they took one walk across the, like the, the the parking lot of this strip the mall where this place what this club was and it's just like filled with cars and there's a line coming out of the club around the club and they're like holy shit and they're they're around back because they're at the sizzler and they they walk around the front of the club to go back inside and they're like we can make, you know fucking ever. they understand us here it's the middle of california the farm workers whatever the reason they understand right. what we're all about you know this is incredible and then they came around the corner of the front and there's like a marquee in the parking lot and it says one night only the hooters uh, they're just like, oh, man. And I think it ended up being like that show in uh, 
in the Blues Brothers where they go to the country bar and no one expects it and everyone's throwing shit at them. Yeah, yeah. We play both kinds of music. This was a disastrous night, you know. (laughs) Just ugly, 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 ugly response from the crowd. Jesus. So have, have a great show this evening. Yeah, thank you. I'm really psyched you guys are playing this again. Seriously. Yeah, Thanks for we're, bringing we're the so buffalo weather yeah, down yeah. here. It's freaking <laughs> unbelievably cold. I'm ready cold. for winter to get here. Yeah. He likes the winter. He I'm ready. This is too soon, though. It's, it's too soon cold. for it, though. It used to, we used to have like snow at Halloween. We, we sure had did. snow at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I moved into New York on December 5th, 2003. There was a blizzard that day, and it wasn't the first snow of the season. Now we're getting snow in March. It just disturbs me, man. It's like, yeah, it's not the way the world's supposed. We're supposed to have white Christmas been, in like, New York. Shifted. We've like gotten rid of two of them and expanded yeah. summer and winter. It's yeah. just not much of a winter anymore. It's just it gets really cold in the spring. And it stays and, longer. Yeah, we need like some snowfall that stays yes. on the ground. Yeah, yeah like a, a white a New York City is beautiful under white. It really, it really is. is yeah. You know, postcard. And we have people that work it. It's not like Boston where you just walk through slush for the rest of the year. It's like they'll clear that shit, so it's not going to be a huge problem except for him living out in <laughs> I live in the you know, sticks where he does. It's true. Yeah. No, they're pretty good up there. If it snows like in North Carolina, even if it's like two inches, it shut. They shut everything down. Oh, same thing for DC. You think yeah. the nation's capital would have figured out? Yeah. But they haven't. Completely cripples the entire town. But on that note, have a wonderful show this evening. Thanks, guys. Yeah, really thank appreciate you. it. Thanks for having us. Excellent. We're all about Wild Pink Thanks, tonight. Uh, we are, man. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure to see you. Yeah. Everybody. i 
Hey, this is the Underwater Sunshine Podcast at the Underwater Sunshine Festival Garden Sessions. I'm here with my friend James Campy, and I'm Adam. We're here with Haley, Kaylee, and Houston Houston's is over, over there, there breaking down the drums. Yeah. <laughs> and he waves. You can't see us. There it is. There he is. Perfect for radio. The Harmelays. The Harmelays. Yes. So cool. I, I get to finally talk to you guys, but you were the first band I saw at the Garden Sessions three years ago at the nice. last Outlaw Roadshow here. Nice, yeah. Do you remember? We were really, uh, we were soaked. It was raining that day. It was, yeah. yeah we played that We're drier today. You can't tell on the radio, but. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's sunny. So you have a new record out. And right? a cat dress. Yeah. We've got oh, a cat dress. A Gucci. A Gucci cat dress. Yeah. You want to yeah. talk about it, Haley? I got it at a thrift store. Um, I, it sells on eBay for $900. That's why I purchased it. So I can resell it and then buy my ticket to Thailand. That was my whole plan. So I'm going to do that as soon as I get back <laughs> from tour. <laughs> Rock and roll is a hustle, straight up, man. <laughs> Hustlers you gotta, never stop hustling. Yeah. <laughs> never. So, you guys have a new record? Yes. Uh, what's it called again? She Won't Make Sense. Ah, why? Who's not making sense? You or her? It's all about Haley. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the record's about our mental instability. It's concept record. Um, she oh. is referring to my anxiety, whom I call Susan. <laughs> So Susan won't make sense. <laughs> and we also love the talking heads and wanted to do like a little... A little play on... A little nod. Yeah. That's making sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the first song... The last song you guys played with the cool bass line? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is... What's what's that called and... So that, one, that one's called Tidy Up, which the cool bass line Haley I wrote. I actually wrote that, which is hilarious. And I, I wrote don't play bass. her guitar part, yep. which is hilarious because I don't play guitar. We just swapped. We both were trying to play each other's parts on our own instruments, and then we switched them. Yeah. It's um, perfect. Do, 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 do. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's like fun. It's really fun That was fun actually to play. the original. Remember, it was the original melody for this, like, vocals. Yeah, uh, we, we were, were like, trying to mirror sounds, it. like, way too theatrical. Yeah. Like in a bad way. And so we just like moved it to the bass instead of doing it for the vocals, simplified the vocal line mm-hmm. so that we could still have both.
that song is about how when Haley gets really anxious, she just cleans everything. Yeah, it's like my first urge. <laughs> it's my first urge when I get really anxious. I either want to like deep, deep clean or like throw shit out. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, but new slash it doesn't help your anxiety. If anything, it just makes it worse. Because then when you do like pare down to a certain, I always like think like, okay, uh, I have 15 items in my closet. I want to get it down to 12. And then like I do get it down to 12, and then I'm like, okay, but 11 would feel really good. <laughs> but like it doesn't feel any different. I don't know. It's yeah, and then you pretty much just whatever replaced the cat dress. Yes. All you're left with to go to there Thailand. Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> I have nothing. No, um, yeah, it's it's a weird tick, I guess. Maybe some call it OCD. I don't know. <laughs> you know, teach their own. That's anxiety. It's yep. it's, it's it's going around. Yeah. yeah. My roommate, um, she has 37 cups. I counted. 37 Three. cups. Yeah. That's too many in Haley's book. So many cups. Yeah. I tried to organize them recently, but it didn't work. There's no organizing 37 cups. No, there's too many. Well, I did no. break one on, but it was on accident. But I do feel better that mm. there's 36. Like was the it even, on accident? The even number. Yeah, no, it was on accident. <laughs> I swear. Now at least there's the opportunity for four rows of nine. With 37, <laughs> you're just like, you can't have a prime number of cups over three. I know. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't. That's See, good. you get it. It's you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. It's really good. Yeah. That is yeah. good math. Congratulations. Are they all different cups, or it's just like she bought one set of no, 37 cups? No, there's, there's a variety. We've got, like, wine glasses, wine glasses with the stick, tall cups, short cups. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's no discrimination yeah. in Dana's cup world, <laughs> which is nice, but there's just too many. I have one. One cup? Yeah, I just got one. Just use it for everything? Yeah. I had that yesterday. I mean, I have my swell that I use, but I also used one plastic cup for everything else I drank yesterday. It's good. There you go. That's why I used to live when I was single. I would have one cup, one fork, one knife. Because if See? I don't clean it, then I okay. I feel the exact it would pile same up. way. I feel yeah. the exact same way. That's a that's grim, grim fucking. Life. Oh yeah. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think so. I no think one comes over. Perfect. If you're coming over, bring your own utensils. Yeah. I think exactly. that's perfect. No one came over. It's <laughs> very. It was very. Grim. Yeah. No one's coming over to my house either. Yeah. So um, this is. A music journalist question, but I'll ask it. So you wrote this record as a concept about your anxiety, and was it cathartic? Was it an experience that once you got it out, you were able to face certain things? Or yeah, um, absolutely. I feel like playing the songs live too feels really good. I also feel like I've kind of like grown out of being that super anxious person a little bit. I'm still kind of anxious, but not in the way that I was when I was writing it. Um, well, still the cup sense. issue, but other things. Have <laughs> yeah, the cup down. issue is thriving, yeah. but um, I feel like I can uh, talk to people in a social setting now without shitting my pants. So <laughs> that's good. It's a onward podcast? and upward. Yeah, yeah. yeah onward and upward. You're nailing it right now. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. You're doing yeah. a great job. Uh, what was it? Oh, when did you guys first start singing together? How did you know that you meshed so well together? Uh, so actually, we met seven years ago, roughly, yep. uh, and. I just played bass. I did not sing ever. And she came up to me and was like, hey, I'm starting this band. I want it to be very harmony-centric, so if you want to do it, you have to sing. And I was like, no, I'm not a singer. Like, that's not what I do. And she was like, cool, so if you want to be in the band, you're going to have to sing. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And so then, yeah, I basically learned how to sing to her, which I think helped us in the long run because that's how I learned how to blend was to sing how she sings. I 
That's actually a really good way, if you want to develop a band that's about <laughs> harmonies, to like just really learn to sing with each other. Yeah. It's like why, you know, brothers and sisters sometimes bands right. that are oh, harm- totally. bands that are family bands like the Hunts, you know, they're just right. only genetically yeah. 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 Totally. And she already had like the musical background, so she knew how to like find harmonies and that type of stuff. That came natural to you. Yeah. I feel like she's more... better at that. I can do the two part harmonies, but like composing those like really great like three and four part harmonies that don't sound I don't know, they always come out sounding like high school choir sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Oh, they're great nice. on, on Hard Candy. There's a ton of really great. Yeah, um, yeah. That's how Dave Gibbs and some of those guys who are really good at helping me out. That's Dave Gibbs and Matthew Sweet. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coast Matthew's a little bit on the two of them. Yeah. And when we actually were re- working on the record, we did it with our producer, Dan Malad, who's the drummer from Lucius. So his input on helping us find more unique harmonies Definitely. G- like helped us grow musically so much. All right, because they're kind of great. Yeah. Lucius is yeah, like that's, that's definitely insanely yeah. talented at that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are fun to watch. Uh, you're playing, so like John Lennon's S-hole Epiphone. Like that's John Lennon's guitar, like from the late 60s. That's sick. Five five string bass yeah and that is the deepest snare in the history of humankind <laughs> I told Houston that but it, it's the deepest snare ever yeah bro yeah you're welcome you can grab a mic if you'd like there you want to tell us where that, why that oh two mic <laughs> you're right there John uh, where'd you find that snare and why do you play that deep and I just have always wanted a deep warm sound that I think fits with this band yeah mission accomplished uh, you, you guys psyched for tonight Oh, man, we're pumped. Oh, yeah. I can't freaking wait. <laughs> well, it's coming up soon. But great garden session. Thank you guys for, for playing. That was really cool. Yeah, that thanks was. for having us. Yeah. Oh, one last question. The, the first song that you guys played, what is the name of that again? Sorry, I'm Busy. Yeah. That's from the same... All, you, all these were three new songs? Yep. Mm-hmm. From the same... From this record? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to it now that we know... Everybody go out and listen to this record now that you know it's this concept about Susan? Yep, about Susan. Susan can't make sense. No, she mm. can't. No. Nope. And nope. you have to listen in order. Ah, yes. See? We always talk about that. The art of the album. The art of sequencing, man. Yeah. Sequencing. Yeah. It is. I, we wrote the album in order, too. We tried to record it. it. We tried to record it in order. Um, we almost, almost succeeded. succeeded. We had to go back and fix one, but yeah. Oh, is that your good. favorite Talking Heads song album? I mean, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is mine too. The, the live album. Yeah. No, Talking. Oh yeah, it is live album. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know why it has all the hits on it, but I, I yeah. just love that acoustic version of Psycho Killer at the beginning of that. He saw that show. Oh yeah, did I was at really? that tour. Oh, not man. the night. Not the night they filmed it. The next night or the night before. I don't know. I was in Davis and I saw it, and that's, that's filmed cool. in San Francisco or L.A. I think. Oh, so yeah, cool. that man, that show was killer. Lucky Duck. Great. I, I agree, yeah. Second to the last one. Ah! No, I give, it, I give it number one. Yeah. Because they also re-recorded almost all of the last waltz. That's wow. some sweetened stuff right there. Yeah. But I love the last waltz. But stop making sense, man. That's the best concert I've ever seen, too. It's yeah. incredible. It is a great band. And then the Tom, Cl- Tom Tom Club is in the middle of that show. Yeah, Which is yeah. great to come out and do that. That is really cool. Well, uh, thank you again for, for playing. Uh, new music is excellent. I love the old stuff, too. You've got the psych, but played it on the podcast. But uh, best of luck with your... Well, you're on tour now? We are. Yeah. This is our first headlining tour. Yeah, oh, ever. Cool. So, yes. I know. People are coming. It's crazy. <laughs> Every day we go out on stage, we're like, oh, my God, like, there, oh are my God there are people here, and they're strangers. It's it's awesome. How far are you going? Where are you going to? So we're almost done. D.C. We just did Chicago and then came up to do the Northeast. Uh, yep. And DC's our last show tomorrow. 
cool. Yeah. That's great. It's been, yeah. it's been awesome. I've, I, every morning I literally shoot out of bed at 8 a.m. because I'm just so excited for the day. <laughs> you got to break that habit because once you start headlining, you're up late. I know. You know I'm up like until this, like 1 a.m. and then my eyes are like. got to sleep, man. I know. Singer's I know. Sleep. I, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad habit that I'm so excited about life. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so much better. <laughs> I know. I yeah. Know. Well, you know what it is. It's like you're uh, you're not getting like. You're not having those cups inflicted on you every day when you're exactly. on tour. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there is, and actually, she has two cups on tour. I just want everyone to know, even though she only wants one. Okay. For the record, I only brought two cups because one I fill with water and one I fill with coffee, and I don't have access to like a sink or something to clean it. And you can't mix the coffee cup with the water because it tastes like it. I but get the that. Co- that makes a lot of the sense. Co- actually, the coffee yeah. cup has been in the back seat this entire tour, though. So I keep forgetting to pull it out <laughs> when we go get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just make this note. <laughs> this is the most we've ever talked about cups on this show. Yeah, we've been, uh, they've been on so our minds. Hey, everyone's that. different, man. Yeah, focus <laughs> on what, what is important to each band in Absolutely. their own way. Absolutely. Yeah. The comforts of home on mm. the road. Let your freak flag fly, man, whatever <laughs> that is. Yeah, <laughs> brother. Cups. Cups. So this is a group of, it's all musicians, man. There should be plenty of flags waving around this room. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, packed house. Well, thanks, Marmalise, uh, and best so of luck. And, yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, break you. a leg tonight. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. we got to get a picture with that dress. Oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> so we can tell people. Yeah, so you get more out. The Gucci. Thank you guys.
won't see. 